Welcome back to another KM Canimo Update program. I'm Derek Campbell, and today I'm joined by Bushwhacker Museum Coordinator Will Tollerton. How are you today, Will? I'm doing great, Derek. Thank you. And you got some a new program coming up here for the new year, specifically January 9th here coming up this Sunday. And you want to just go talk to us a little bit about this program that you got going on? Yes, thank you. So uh, the Bushwhacker Museum and Vernon County Historical Society is going to kick off the new year 2022 with a special program. It'll be on Sunday, January the 9th at 2 p.m. at the Bushwhacker Museum. And it is called La Guyane. That is a French word, and it refers to the tradition, uh, French New Year's tradition of a party and festival that takes place right around New Year's. Uh, it is a tradition that is preserved in St. Genevieve, Missouri, and Southern Illinois. And uh, on January 9th, Mr. Dennis Stromat, he will be coming and doing a musical performance for us. And it is all about this La Guyane tradition. So he's going to give us the history of it, uh, its origins in medieval France, and how French colonial settlers brought it to the New World, and this tradition is preserved in St. Genevieve and Southern Illinois up to the present day. And what are some of the, kind of like a hint of what he's going to be presenting a little bit about, just to tease people a little bit? Yes. Well, first of all, he's a, a fiddle player, and there are specific French Creole fiddle tunes that he will be performing. So primarily, this is going to be a musical concert, uh, is what you're going to be experiencing. So if you're into fiddle tunes, music, I think you'll really enjoy it. And But in between tunes, he will give us a little history. So, you know, there is going to be that, uh, a little bit of historical lecture aspect, but mostly it's going to be performance. And to wrap it all up, we're going to have a little food tasting at the end. Uh, there is a traditional French donut called a, uh, if I'm pronouncing it right, a, a croquinole. And it is basically a sugar-coated donut, deep fried, very tasty, that is served at French food festivals. And uh, one of our volunteers from Fort Scott is kindly going to be uh, preparing this dish for us. That sounds really interesting there to experience some a different foods culture from somewhere across the sea and with a little bit of storytelling here is there going to be like though any other types of foods involved with this event uh no we're just going to restrict it to the one now there are other french food traditions from the saint genevieve region uh pan de sauvage is basically what we know as Indian bread, another deep fried bread, which would be very yummy and I would love to have. But uh, I think um, for a afternoon, mid-afternoon program, we're going to keep it to just one. But there may be some drinks and refreshments uh, in keeping with the festival season. We might have some hot apple cider, hot chocolate, um, wassail, punch, and that so on. Also, with this uh, program that you guys are putting on. I, I think we talked a little bit about beforehand around Thanksgiving, too, that you mentioned that usually girls were the ones that were asking guys out, something like that. Well, I think it actually was the other way around. Other way around. Yeah, okay. this uh, tradition originated, as I said, in medieval times in Europe and particularly in France. The During around Christmas time and New Year's, it was customary for uh, people who were more well-off to be generous to the poor or the peasants. So uh, they would, the less well-off would go around the villages or town singing 
carols and then they would be given uh, gifts of food and drink from the more well-off households as time went on it became customary especially in the new world for the young men of the town to be the ones who were going around caroling and then uh, they might be invited in to visit with the young ladies of the household and it eventually became basically a new year's eve party and uh, now in more modern times 19th 20th century uh, girls women are involved more now but traditionally it was the young men who were going about doing this so there is a lot of rich tradition here involved with uh, this new this french new year uh, program that you will be putting on january uh, 9th also absolutely and uh, kind of looking farther down the road though you do have kind of an outline for events for the Bushwhacker Museum, is that correct? We do, yes. Um, we've been working on getting a, a calendar of events set here at the beginning of the year so that uh, our members and people in the community can anticipate and look forward to the upcoming uh doings that we have happenings at the museum and we actually already have booked the april program that is on april 10th uh, which is also a sunday of 2022 and the title of that program is why prairies matter new relevancies of a vanishing landscape and the guest speaker will be carol elaine davitt and she is the executive director of the Missouri Prairie Foundation. And that's a nonprofit that works to restore prairies here in Missouri. And Carol will be telling us about the history of prairies. At one time, uh, before a lot of European settlement, uh, much of western and northern Missouri was covered by prairies. And most of those, of course, were plowed under to be turned into rich agricultural land. Uh, but there are some areas, even here in Vernon County, small spots that are preserved as original prairie. So Carol will give us the history of that. And and how important this is to our you know, biodiversity and uh, the continuation of our native species. Okay, yeah, that sounds pretty cool to kind of learn about the prairie since we're kind of in that area a little bit on the edge. Uh, what else further along do you kind of have planned out for the rest of the, the new 2022 year? Yes, uh, of course, Bushwhacker Days will take place on June the 11th, the second weekend of June, and we'll be having some guest speakers and special historical programs at the museum at that time. July 10th is the Summer Quarterly Program. We haven't booked the exact event then, but I'm hoping to get something that is oriented towards uh, children, youth, perhaps some sort of musical or uh, historical play like puppet theater performance. And so hopefully we'll have more details about that uh, after the new year. And then over, also over the summer, we're hoping to do a bus tour up to Kansas City. Date for that has not been determined, but they've just reopened the Truman Presidential Library following a $20 million renovation. It's been closed for the last two years or more, I believe. And uh, that's the, the Harry Truman Presidential Library in Independence. So it's uh, supposed to be very well done, and I would very much like to take a bus tour of people from uh, Vernon County up there to see it. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting to see, especially after the renovation that they have done for that. Yeah, this is a first-class museum, so I, I think it should be well worth, uh, well worth going. And then, uh, back by popular demand, October 22nd and 23rd, we intend to do the Deepwood Cemetery Tour. This is the tour that's been postponed the last two years due to COVID, but we're going to start the planning early in the spring. And uh, we look forward to bringing that back. Uh, for those of you who did not get to participate in the 2017 or 2018 tours, this will be a walking tour of our historic Deepwood Cemetery on South Washington Street. And we'll have probably eight, nine, or ten actors bring uh 
a character to life from our county's past uh, who was buried there at the cemetery for a brief three, four or five minute skit. That would be pretty interesting to see right there just to kind of learn history through kind of like that of acting involved would be I know I that would be interesting I know I, I did that a little bit and growing up in high school we had to do choose a character from history and kind of talk a little bit about their life and bring it to the present time so that would be pretty fun to learn about for that through that actually for the tour yes it's uh these first person portrayals i think are a great way to make history alive and real uh, both for the actor to learn about this person who uh, once lived around here was significant in our history and then uh, for the locals you know many of these people who are buried in deepwood we might know their names because there are streets buildings uh that still exist they're named after them but most people don't know who who that person was so if we can bring them back to life just for a few minutes uh, that will be uh, very enjoyable and educational and kind of the bringing it a little bit around back to the french uh, new year that you guys will be doing january do people have to register for that at all or sign up for something they do not have to Register if they're going to attend in person. Uh, the program will take place at the Bushwhacker Museum again on Sunday, January 9th at 2 p.m. And if you show up just, you know, that hour before, the doors will be open. There is no charge, there's no admission. However, for the first time, we are going to offer this program virtually. So through Zoom and possibly through Facebook Live. Now, Facebook Live, you would not have to actually register for. If you have a Facebook account, you just uh, go to the Bushwhacker Museum's Facebook page at uh, 2 p.m. and it'll be streaming through there. However, if you would like to do it through Zoom, you'll need to send an email to the Bushwhacker Museum uh, asking to register, and then you'll be sent a Zoom link so that you can watch on your computer, iPad, iPhone uh, during for the program. And this is being offered uh, for any of our you know listeners who may be a little nervous. You know, Omicron, COVID is still out there, and if they don't feel comfortable gathering in a group, uh, this is an option to watch. They won't get to eat the donuts, unfortunately, but they can at least listen to the music and the history. And then also anyone who's outside, you know, uh, uh, the state, maybe you know, can't make the trip here. Uh, this will be an option for them to to participate virtually in the uh, program. And then also starting in in January, we will be kind of partnering and doing a little bit of history, kind of once a month for that for, for us uh, to bring in a little bit of history also just kind of for that month or specific holiday for that area also yes i'm really looking forward to this derek uh, we'll pick out uh, a topic of local history relevance and sit down and discuss it for you know maybe a little at length a little more detail so after 10 years of being here in vernon county i've uh, got gained a little bit of knowledge about some of the local happenings and i think we can f- come up with a few oh maybe quirky <laughs> Uh, interesting little stories might be entertaining or funny that uh, some of our uh, local residents may not be aware of. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you again, Will, for joining me on today's update program. Uh, thank you, Derek. And I want to remind everybody uh, one last time for the annual program and meeting on January 9th. Uh, if you want to register to uh, attend virtually, you'll need to go to the uh, events page on uh, the Bushwhacker Museum Uh, website, which is www.bushwhacker.org. And also our Facebook page will have the email uh, where you can uh, send to get a link to attend virtually. That was Will Tollerton, Bushwhacker Museum Coordinator here on another KNEM KNMO Update program. I'm Derek Campbell, and thank you for listening.